All right. So uh, tell me this. This 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 is one question I'm uh, I'm curious with. I know that we're sort of with winners at war. Um, a lot of people feel like it's the end of an era, and that part of what might come with this new era is Jeff may uh, finally hang up the boots. And there's been a lot of talk of like, um, oh, because everyone's kind of in this boat of like, oh, if Jeff leaves, it can't continue. But I think the purists are like, okay, if Jeff leaves, it's got to be a former contestant that comes no. back in and, and takes. No. No? Absolutely not. There's only one person <laughs> that gets the gig. He lives in Los Angeles. He's made for he's, he's been doing rehearsals for a few years now. That's Jonathan LaPaglia. There's no other option. So if if Colby or Boston Rob takes over, I stop watching the show. And I sure as fuck don't go back and play again. Okay. Yeah. No, Jonathan LaPaglia, he's great. I mean, do you, have you guys watched Australian Survivor? I just actually it's funny you mentioned I just started watching it. Um I started watching the second champions and contender season just sure. a couple of weeks ago and I'm loving it. Yeah, he's Absolutely great. Like, loving it. He, he's he's got the gig down, he's made it like he's got all the Jeffisms, you know, the come on in guys and and you know, wanna know which plane you know, he's got all that stuff down, but he he's also made the role his own. And he's mm -hmm. a big intimidating guy, so there's yeah. something different there. And there's a likability that I haven't seen with Jeff other than on um, season 40 and, you know, which, you know, he let the, the other, uh, when, when the, the jury gave Jeff the big hug. So, and that you see yearly or seasonally with Jonathan and the cast on Australian survivor. But at the same time, I feel like Australians are just ni nicer by nature than than the mm. than, their, than their U.S. counterparts because when you see a tribe beat another tribe and and a challenge, whether it be for reward or immunity, there's a camaraderie. You know, like you know, the other tribe is applauding them, and and like when people are voted mm. out, even on like like uh, we're watching on my Patreon at adfreensfw.com, we're watching season two of Australian Survivor uh, from 2017. We're watching episodically each week. And this past week, I think, was episode 18, perhaps. And the person that was blindsided, I mean, it was a huge blindside. And, and this person could have taken it so, so personally. And they mm. were just like, high five, man, this is, and I'm just like, what bizarro universe is this? And once again, you know, the, the interactions between Jonathan and the contestants there, it, it like, you know, it, it, it was like, yeah, you know, they gotcha, you know, and it's, it's, but yeah, uh, Jonathan, you know, knows Jeff, as I said, he, uh, he lives in Los Angeles, uh, I believe full time now with the exception of, you know, filming survivor over there uh, and no other option, none. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I love Jeff. Uh, I guess my question is, does Jeff love you? Um, you know, because uh, in Pearl Island, uh, there was moments where he seemed like he was a bit uh, pissed off at you for uh, mocking tribal council or whatever. Uh, how was that um, not in the edit? How was that in real life? Every challenge began with, come on in, guys, and me going, fuck you, Jeff, and him going, fuck you, fair play. <laughs> Every challenge. I mean, every fucking day. It was fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Fairplay. Uh, 
the tension, I, I think they did a great job of illustrating the tension, but I think it was even worse than what was shown. And then, you know, to be pulled aside after that first tribal council, you know, and being told, you know, it was very disrespectful. This is Jeff's thing. And I'm just like, motherfucker, I'm sending someone home. Like, this isn't, you know, Jeff's potentially getting voted out. I'm voting out. And I'm potentially getting voted out. So, you know, the fact that I want to celebrate, you know, and, and plus a big part of that is I wanted to get Burton drunk so he didn't see it coming and, and work against me on, mm -hmm. on blindsiding him. So that was a strategic move. Mm -hmm. you know, would I do that 20 years later? No, because, you know, I'm, I'm, if, if I were to go back, I'm, no, I'm not going out to get fucked up. I'm going out to win a million dollars or potentially and hopefully two million for my two little girls. So, mm. so, you know, so, a, so, a, a, a binge drinking vacation is, is not what I would go out there for. So, but mm. 30 year old single Johnny Fairplay, if, if that is a weapon I can use, you know, to, you know, to, you know, put some blinders up to where they're only thinking about the alcohol, only thinking that I'm their new best friend, you know, only thinking all these things. I'm going to use that art, that tool in the arsenal. Mm -hmm. not so, you know, I apologize to Jeff that it, you know, it, it's disrespectful to the sacred thing that he considers tribal council, but mm -hmm. I would not, if I had a chance to go back and do that again at that time where I was in my life, I would absolutely positive because Burton didn't see it coming. And yeah. my entire game is completely different if Burton doesn't go home in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and like are the chances okay like good for that? Because like I feel like every time I see people do the, you know, on YouTube and everything, there's so many like dream casting heroes and villains too, or legends or whatever. And, and it seems like every time someone comes to your name, they almost don't even consider you for the season because there's kind of this general notion that you and production are just even to this day still on just like completely bad oh, terms. Well, as, far as, true, and, as far as me and production, me and production are great and have always been great. There was never a problem with me and production. As far okay. as me and Jeff, we're good. So we we've we've talked recently semi recently. I mean like okay. around 40-ish. <laughs> And okay. uh, we're more than fine. I'm not on any bad list. I would say the exact opposite. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Good. Yeah. Good. And, and, Good. In, and in lieu of recent news that, you know, I'm not going to discuss here, they were actually pretty happy with that to show the relevance of Johnny Fairplay in, in 2021. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of production, one of, one of my favorite moments in any reunion show was when you accidentally leaked All Stars. Um, how was production when you did that? <laughs> cool. I mean, like it was. It, there was a gasp. I mean, it, it was. Uh, it was. It was palpable. Palpable silence. And when I did that, <laughs> but uh, I. Uh, Everyone on that stage got $10,000 for being there. Rupert got an additional million dollars because, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of losers that can identify with, with mm -hmm. Rupert. And so, you know, that night, I believe eight awards or seven awards were given and I won four of them, <laughs> you know, either part or solely. And uh, I received a check for... 
want to say seven hundred dollars that night. I got I got paid uh, scale. And uh, so if you know if everyone else is getting ten thousand dollars, Rupert's getting one million ten thousand dollars, and I'm getting seven hundred dollars. You know, I had another gig going on at the time, so I'm promoting that gig. So not only did I I spill the beans on All Stars, <laughs> I also uh, promoted <laughs> um, um, what's called. Uh, or no, was it? No, no, no. Uh, sorry, Pro Islands is where where I spilled the beans on All Stars. Yeah. No, on America's Tribal Council, I uh, I, I promoted uh, uh, that I was on TNA Wrestling on Fox Sports Net. That was equally as palpably <laughs> <laughs> silent. So, yeah, no, sorry. Uh, going back. So on the first All Stars, yeah, um, I didn't say it to, like, I kind of felt like it was already out there. It wasn't me trying to be the first to mention it or anything. So yeah, no, there there was a, a there was a gas there as well, but it wasn't meant for me to be a dick or anything. Mm -hmm. so I, just, I just wanted to explain my <clears throat> my reason for not being on the first All Stars. So and truth be told, they called me. So but at that time, I didn't really understand how the game was played uh, in 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 uh, by way of. You know when they size you up for a returning season because they called after Pearl Islands and they're like, "How are you doing?" I'm like, oh, "I'm good." Like at the time, my my stepdad he owned a uh, a mansion at Smith Mountain Lake. Uh, he bought it from the guy that invented the pop top on the soda can. So I was kind of hiding in Smith Mountain Lake, you know, like licking my wounds. So mm -hmm. I was just like, you know. I'm kind of isolating myself. Uh, I'm not, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in a beautiful place. This place had nine fucking refrigerators. I mean, it, was, it was insanity. I mean, it was so, so crazy. So I'm, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, putting on weight, um, healing up, you know, recovering from 2000 plus bug bites. I'm like, <laughs> I'm exactly where I want to be at this moment and they're like okay and it was it was them fishing to see if i wanted to do all-stars but i i that was not even a possibility in my mind that that was an option so mm -hmm. i was like oh, i'm good <laughs> like i didn't you know they there was no need to for them to ask the follow-up question and and uh there was uh th that was a, a fault on my you know i i should not have expressed my uh my complacency in, in life at that moment. But at the same time, I saw Rupert when he got back and he was so emaciated and, and just a shell of himself. It, it kicked his butt. And, you know, when mm -hmm. I saw Russell after he did back to back and it kicked his butt and I don't think that's healthy for anyone. So do I wish I had been on the first all stars? Yes. Do I wish the timing had been a little different? Absolutely. So I, I feel like I made the right decision there by not having having <laughs> stuff as an option. I do wish that when they asked me for 16 and everything that happened with Bonaducci and my, uh, you know, I had I had 15 hours of surgery over the course of two days. I uh, did like uh, they like I had four root canals. The first one was done out of my mouth that night. And so that was. I think that was seven hours that night they did that root canal. And then I went back the next day and actually Rhino from Pro Islands held my hand 
and I did the the other the next eight hours, and I stopped counting at I believe it's nineteen Novocaine shots because my adrenaline was just eating through the Jesus. Novocaine. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty horrific. My so so I had four root canals, and my 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 entire jaw was shattered, and so I had a mouth guard that I could wear at challenges. And uh, actually, mm. it's right over there. Um, but it uh, I wish they had said prior to me going out, hey, if you sit this one out, you're on the next one. And I would have said yes. So I mm. just, it was really bad timing. You know, I, you know, I guess everything happens for a reason. Not sure what the reason is on that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, that mm. one, I, so I don't know. I feel like I'm 0 for 2, you know, even though I can live with the first one, the second one still eats at me. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm 0 for 2 for decisions of coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wanted to ask. Um, I know we talked about Pearl Island's a good bit there, but um, and I don't, I don't mean any disrespect with this question, but like coming into Pearl Islands, do you think your main goal was um, to allow that season to help you become like a reality star, or was your main goal truly to win Survivor, or was it no. a bit of both? No, no. My goal was to create the character of Johnny Fairplay have that character to be on television for as long as possible and have that character be the greatest bad guy in the history of reality television. So mm. with that checklist, I think I'm three for three. Should mm. I have put uh, a, a checklist of four and go ahead and win? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, that's, I fucked up there. I, I, like That wasn't really that important to me and it should have been because I like, I mean, the only thing I really would have done different, I mean, I think Burton fucked up by telling Lil before we left on that last reward uh, that we, we were going to switch the vote from Sandra to uh, to Dara uh, when right. we got back. There was no, re- like, I don't understand why he put that in, in her head and then leave her alone for 24 hours. That just made no sense to me. So mm-hmm. that was Burton's error. And then, you know, I had the option of, like when it's when the final four is me, Dara, Lil, and Sandra. Sandra's like, "Do you want Lil?" Because you know, I I created the friction between Lil and Lil and Dara. And you know, Sandra's you know philosophy is you know as long as it's not me, she sees the friction. And in the world of Survivor, you know, when there's friction between two people, that's who you have to vote between. And so, uh, if I had chosen to get rid of Lil there, Dare, Dare would have taken me to the final two and Sandra would have taken me to the final two. But that final challenge, I think I beat any anybody but Lil, shockingly. Because, you know, what, what I didn't know and, you know, I'm guessing the world didn't know is Lil was doing yoga, you know, four days a week prior to Survivor. So, but, you know, you saw Sandra went out in fucking like four minutes and... Dara, Dara was on that immunity streak, but it wasn't everything she won. She won like carnival games. I mean, you know, like like when we mm-hmm. shot the the gun thing, like they they were like, woo, you know, like it wasn't like a straight shot. If it was a straight shot, you know, I mm-hmm. here, like Burton's a hunter. You know, I used to quail hunt and and deer hunt back in the day. So <laughs> it's an actual, you know, those are real guns or whatever. I think me or Burton win that. The other thing, uh, Dara was just able to put her hand in the tube without using the water. So her challenge yeah. run wasn't, you know, that she was this 
you know, challenge beast that came out of nowhere. It was just, you know, she won, you know, three carnival games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and was, you know, the, uh, uh, the beneficiary of, of being skinny. It, the crazy thing was I could have put my arm in the, in the tube without water, but I tried <laughs> with my right arm instead of my left arm. And you're not going to believe this, guys. My left arm is smaller for not as much usage. So, <laughs> call the stranger. Look it up. But um, so if I wish I had chosen to keep Dara over Lil. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, woulda, coulda, shouldas. And at the same time, I think if I win the first season, or, you know, my, my first season of Survivor, I don't think I get called to do as many things after. I mean, I've done 70 television shows because, you know, A, they're looking for a, a, a bad guy, but B, they're looking for someone that hates women and or women are his enemy, you know. And if I win, you know, why are women my enemy? I beat them. Mm. Uh, yeah. like WWE called like after my first season of Survivor, TNA Wrestling called and they're like, "We'll offer you a, a two-year deal for three hundred thousand dollars." Well, WWE called and said, "We'll offer you a four-month deal for eighty thousand dollars." And I was either a gonna be uh, wrestle uh, the divas uh, at WrestleMania, or <laughs> B, I was gonna be revealed as Trisha's sleazy boyfriend in the Christian Jericho deal. Okay. And, uh, uh, and but both of them were like women based. And mm-hmm. so, once again, I think if I win, you know, where's where's the journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then, so going off that, like looking back on Pearl Islands, like, were you happy then with how the editors like um, oh, portrayed you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, prior to I'm, I'm the first real bad guy in the history of of reality television, but you know, mm-hmm. anyone before me, they're like, you know, I got a bad edit. That wasn't really me. And I'm just like, motherfucker, reality TV is cheap. It, there ain't no CGI. They ain't make up no shit. That was you. So they might take <laughs> some stuff out of context, but at the same time you said it and you look like you were saying it. So I don't care how they fucking chop it up. You're, you're, you're not as nice as you think you are in, and mm-hmm. you're a bad guy, but no one saw themselves that way. I went in and on day one, I'm like, I want to be the biggest bad guy in the history of reality TV. You know, my heroes are Roddy Piper and Ric Flair. And, you know, they're literally, well, I guess they're figuratively masturbating, hearing me say this. They're like, holy shit, this guy wants to be the bad guy. How fucking mm-hmm. awesome is this? You know, mm-hmm. did, did I create monsters like Russell Hans as a result? Yes. And I apologize. Uh, I had no idea that, that I would create a Kardashian. But, you know... I, I was I I didn't have the foresight, so I I I'm sorry there, but but no, I, like uh um no, I love I I would tell everyone every day what they would see from the day before, and I would get calls from from you know pretty much everyone that I was in communication with, which was the majority of the cast, and they're just like, dude, you nailed every second of what we saw, and I'm like, yeah, because. Like I, I'm, I'm a fan of television more so. Survivor. I've I've grown to become a fan of Survivor, but you know when I was cast, I'd never seen the show. So you know, I, I ordered every episode off eBay on on VHS tape, and and the guy that I got the collection from had every early show interview in which the person explained why they felt they were voted out. So you know, mm-hmm. I'm watching every season twice, learning the game, 
and productions call or castings calling me. They're like, you know, have you got to Boston Rob? Have you got to Boston Rob? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no. And I finally get to Boston Rob. They're like, what do you think? I'm like that motherfucker didn't even make the jury. He sucks. And they're like, well, keep that in mind that he, that's what we like. So they wanted <laughs> Boston Rob for me. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I was like, well, I'm not playing that game. And, and, and I was actually upset that, you know, of, of my checklist, you know, one of the things was keep that character of Johnny Fairplay on television for as long as possible. I thought I was going to have to be nice to do that, which, you know, kind of went against, you know, being the biggest bad guy. So my, my, my checklist was, was in, in peril. But then I saw Rob C who jumped from Alliance to Alliance without major consequence. And I was like, okay, here's the blueprint. I can be a bad guy and I can, I can do, and I can keep that character on television for as long as I, as, as I want, you know, which, 38 out of 39 days means I made every episode. And that was, you know, ideally the end game. So, but, uh, but no, but I was a fan of the real world more than survivor. So I mm -hmm. wanted to bring elements of that. So I knew what they would, what they would use from the real world that would make television. And I incorporated what I've seen over previous seasons that they would, that they have used on survivor. And I and in my head, I was like, you know, some hybrid version of the two of these, I think, would make the most entertaining television. And based on what I saw from production, you know, after the fact, they they were on the, the, the same thought process as myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy from an outside point of view that you almost did get to the end. Um, if you do get to the end, what's your pitch to the jury and do you win? I beat anybody I play against. Yeah. Yeah. No, like the crazy thing is the only go back and watch pro islands. The only person telling you the viewer that we love Rupert is Rupert. And the only person telling <laughs> you the viewer that we hate me is me. They love, me. I mean, like no one, you never hear anyone say I'm dragging Johnny to the end. Cause he's a goat. Not one person mm -hmm. says that. Yeah. I, I made every fucking decision except for two in that fucking game. Every yeah. fucking one that, that I had that I had a possibility to make. Every decision is my decision. And I chose to bring what I considered the two weakest players in the history of fucking Survivor. Not just Pro Islands, but in the history yeah. of Survivor to the fucking yeah. last challenge. And that's Sandra Diaz Twine and Lil Morse. They didn't take me. I brought them. Mm. so yeah, yeah i beat them and i beat dara so my final speech is you know let's have fun so i mean you know it's been it's been it's been a long time this you know anybody's got some grievances get them out you know i'm sorry but at the same time i'm here i took this piece of shit to the end with me give me my money <laughs> give me me money yeah that's a good speech <laughs> um I wanted to ask because, um, <clears throat> you know, you've obviously kept up uh, with a lot of players and you've been one of, maybe even besides Rob, one of the most active, like old school survivors um, still in the survivor community. Um, is that just because, um, you know, you've obviously gone into podcasting and you have your own show or is there a genuine like passion for survivor that has grown over, um, you know, over the years for you or is it a mix of both? Um, I guess it's a mix of, mix of both. I, uh, I've never seen every episode of us survivor. Like, uh, <laughs> I, 
when I saw the edit on Kara Moen with Cochran, like I hate Cochran. As, as a, he's probably okay as a real person. I've never really hung out with him, so I don't know. Um, we did talk. We did a podcast together for Real Player uh, Super Pass back in the day, and uh, and I, I told him then that I didn't care for care for his character because I, I just mm-hmm. I just think it's guard like. I understand he's the nerd who comes out with the fucking sweater vest to an island and and, and he gets sunburned, right? I get mm-hmm. that. I understand that character. And it's fine the first time he plays. I got it. You know, for someone that's smart, you think he would be smart enough to get a fucking base tan before going on a fucking island, but you know, maybe he's not as smart as he professes to be. But then when he comes back for Karamoan fans versus favorites, he still doesn't have a base tan. He's still wearing the fucking sweater vest. And I'm just like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, like you're obviously an idiot. So mm-hmm. I, you know, as far as the outfit, uh, you know, you can blame casting on that. It's just like, you know, they made me, you know, wardrobe made me wear this. Okay. I got it. You know, you're, you're, you're you got the gimmick. So, but Still no reason. Why, why no base tan? Why do you go out there and just like, oh, you know, this is horrible. Like, you know, like I have cancer causing sunburn because <laughs> I'm not smart. So that I'm just like, I, as I said, I saw the edit pretty early and it's like, ugh, this is gross. I, so I tapped out on that mm-hmm. um, on blood versus water. Um, the one where. Tyson wins. Is that the one Rupert goes home first? Yes. Yeah. yeah I tapped out early on that. Uh, I uh, I got what I needed watching Rupert go home early, and then I uh, at the time, and I, I think we're cool now. I think I don't know. It's a question for him, not me. Um, I wasn't cool with Tyson, and I kind of saw that edit going, and I'm like, eh, I don't need to see this dude. So because. On, on Heroes Villains, rumored innuendo is, you know, when we when we got the call for Heroes Villains, I was making some pregame alliances, and Tyson ratted me out to casting for making pregame alliances. Mm. So I didn't think that was cool. So that's mm. not the reason I didn't go. Like allegedly, like. All right, so I get a call two weeks. I, I'd already sent my clothes in. So two weeks before we're about to leave, I get a call, and they're like, hey, this is the toughest call I've had to make. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, maybe I got the wrong person. And they're like, "Like Hatch couldn't get his passport. I was like, well, that sucks for Hatch. They're like, well, the cast that you're a part of includes Hatch. And the cast that you're not, that the, the, the cast that doesn't include Hatch doesn't include you. So, so I guess, you know, they had a board, you know, these 20 people, but if this person's not there, this person's not there, you know, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. So the one the one that they wanted was the one with, you know, me and Hatch. And and Hatch, you know, he was out of prison, but he, he, he didn't have his passport to leave the country. So uh, I'm just like, I can, if you guys really want to see me against Hatch, I can do this one and then do another one versus Hatch. No problem. <laughs> like, and they're like, no, don't, it's okay. And I'm like, it's not okay. So, uh, so I was, I was pretty bummed about that. But as, as I said, by the time Blood versus Water came around, you know, with Tyson, there was still some ill will in my heart about ratting me out for pregame alliances. 
But you know, okay. as I said, that that's come and gone. But you know, for someone that you know allegedly loves Survivor as much as I do, and and I I think I do. I I uh, I've I've gone back, you know, because of once again on the the Patreon that that me and Matt Bischoff do. Um, at adfreensfw.com, um, we uh, we do a watch along, and we've been watching Kara Moen. I think we filmed everything but the last episode as as of right now, and so I've watched, and it seems like a a, a pretty good season. I, I saw uh, where our hap has it in the in the bottom ten, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I think that's a, a little there. I know there's for me personally some seasons I have below that, but. They're not too far off, but I think they could have been a little kinder. I mean, like Brandon Hands going crazy is is a fucking moment, you know. Do I do I like Brandon? Yes, Philip not so much, but uh, I like Brandon. Philip, I don't have. I think Philip is good television. That mother, like, if I'm on an island, that motherfucker ain't giving me a fucking nickname. I got one, but my nickname's so good, I made it my legal fucking name. So keep your fucking <laughs> nicknames to yourself, and you know, you can you can you can give yourself twelve nicknames. I don't care. I'll call you by all of them. But you're not gonna fucking give me a nickname, so so not not a huge Philip guy, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think you know in the world of reality TV, moments are moments, and 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 uh, and that's what shows are defined by, and I think that was a big moment. So I you know I I personally have it ranked higher just because of that alone. <clears throat> so but uh, you know as far as staying out there and, and doing stuff, you know I enjoy. I enjoy interacting with the fans to some degree. I mean, all right. So during the, during the, the pandemic, we had two seasons of survivor hit Netflix, uh, Kai and heroes villains. So as a result of Netflix being a much cooler viewing service than say the CBS all access app. So, mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of people seeing survivor, a younger demo seeing survivor for the first time. And a lot of them, really enjoyed it. And I think they picked two good seasons to, to, to start with. And so mm-hmm. after that, you have people still in quarantine, still on lockdown that are actively seeking other streaming options to see survivor. So, you know, they're finding them, finding them by way of Hulu, Amazon, and, you know, CBS all access. So now Paramount, now Paramount plus, which, which I'm, <laughs> hoping, I'm hoping the legend season ends up there, to be honest with you. But yeah. but I get messages like that. So so with this this younger demo actively seeking out um, uh, these uh, these older seasons daily, I'm getting messages just like this. Um, I'll give you a, uh, give you a little shout out at Cody and VA. Uh, fuck you for voting Rupert out, you <laughs> shitty bitch, fake <laughs> grandmother. Yeah, I hope your mother dies. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a pretty much every other day type message that I'm getting since since these uh, these young bucks have, have found pro islands. But but you're also getting a lot of love, man. Did you see on, on TikTok somebody posted a clip of the dead grandmother lie, and it's got millions and millions of likes. I I actually hit up that person. I was like, hey, do you want to do something with me? And they said that's okay. <laughs> so, so there you go. What? Yeah. Oh, they're insane. These kids, they don't, they, they're, I, I, I can't, I can't explain them. So, so no, so I, I, I love still being out there. I mean, you know, I, as far as, you know, what I, 
what I do, why I do, I do love Survivor. I mean, Survivor has given me, I mean, look behind me. It's, it's, it's a pretty cool fucking game room. You know, I got Techniques 1200s over there. I got, there's about 2,000 records over there. You know, play a little billiards underneath this shuffleboard. So life is good. You know, I, I have two beautiful girls because of Survivor. Because if I hadn't done Survivor, I wouldn't <clears> have met uh, Piper's mom, who was on America's Next Top Model. And then, you know, if I hadn't have gotten divorced from her, <laughs> then I wouldn't have met someone else and my other kid, Madeline. So uh, Survivor's been great. So, you know, I, I hold Survivor near and dear to my heart. And, and, I, and I, I try to perpetuate the brand as much as possible. But I also I like uh, I like being on TV and, and doing things. And I think the, the podcast does uh, add a continued relevance to me. I mean, I'm filming a show for uh, Amazon Prime uh, tomorrow. So uh, um, and then I'm in negotiations with another network. I'm actually uh, uh, producing and starring in a show that, you know, we've we've made it a couple steps into this project and and. Hmm. It's looking great, and I, I hopefully uh, Monday's a big day all, all around. So, so it's it's good, it's fun. Yeah. So I wanted to ask, um, since you mentioned Piper and Madeline, so if they become, I guess, of age, their survivor age of, of being able to play, like if they came to you and were like, hey, we want to audition for the show, like I guess one, would you like let them, like would you be cool with them coming on? And, and two is what advice would you give them um, – as far as the emotional and physical and you know mental toll that being on the island takes from you, uh, like what advice would you give them about that? that you think production probably wouldn't give them. Um, if if they wanted to, they can do anything they want to do. So you know, as long as it's legal. <laughs> um, as far as advice, um, I don't think I would give them. I, I think I would let each of them choose their own path of how they would want to play the game. I mean, like. You know, both of them have elements of me, but they're both such – they are polar opposites of one another. Like, I, I see myself in each of them, but but they are night and day, yin and yang. So, uh, so no, like, you can't be who you're not out there. You can pretend to, but, like, you know, day three or four, reality sets in, and uh, you're – you know, you're – forced by you know by god and nature to be who you really are so no whatever whatever they're supposed to be and whatever whoever they are as a person i think is is gonna gonna be out there so you know are are they both uh conniving in in a in a in a complimentary uh sense of the word absolutely like you know that <laughs> It, they they get anything they want. The, the good thing is, I they they both they're both pretty grounded in that. I don't feel either one of them abuses me in in in, in my charity in any way. So uh, mm -hmm. I, I've I've been very fortunate that I have two, you know, beautiful, intelligent, uh, caring children. So I mean, you know, Madeline is about to be four in May. So. You know, I only have three plus years of observation to, to you know to go on, but you know mm -hmm. I can tell you, Piper, uh, she's she's very independent in thought. Uh, she's she's a big fan of the pronouns. Uh, she feels that that is uh, the correct way to to work with and around the LGBT 
LGBTQ community. I don't know if I left off a couple letters. If so, I apologize. Um, plus. Plus. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Just say plus. Yeah, there you go. Yes. And uh, she, she's a uh, she's very positive person. So uh, she, she doesn't she, she uh, there's no room in her life for negative people that do negative things and treat people differently. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, for for having Johnny Fairplay as 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 uh, as a component of their parental units, I think that that's pretty amazing that, you know, that this guy that, you know, 20 years ago said some pretty horrible things, but keep in mind, Johnny Fairplay wasn't going like John Dalton wasn't playing that game. I like, you know, the stuff I say about women, I'm quoting Andy Kaufman line for line from his fucking wrestling fucking promos. Like it was a fucking character. That's a bad, like, you know, like that guy on the Island isn't, you know, in the top 10 fundraisers for give kids the world village, uh, you know, for hearts reality. You know, th that kid on the on the Pearl Islands isn't, you know, didn't raise over three thousand dollars to build Christian schools in South Africa. So that kid is just, you know, he's he's a he's a shit bag. That's uh, that's 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 evil, but not malicious. There's a certain charm to him. But, you know, he's an asshole, so, but he's a lovable asshole. But that guy doesn't give a fuck about, you know, about pretty much anyone other than himself. Uh, and, you know, and, and perhaps a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Character. It was, you know, that there's, I have the ability to separate the two, you know, and, and I, I, I guess that's a skill. So, but, I, you know, I think a lot of viewers, you know, like, as I said, I, I could, you know, pull up my DMs and I have so many, they're just like, you know, oh, what you say about women, blah, blah, blah. You know, number one. 20 plus years ago when Howard Stern and, and South Park and Jerry Springer are running the airways, you know, it was a different right. time of society. But number two, that wasn't like, yes, it's reality TV, but it's fucking reality in quotation marks. And I was playing, I was smart enough to play a character so that that character could stay on television. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no doubt that you're one of the greatest reality characters of all time. Uh, even, more impressive or, uh, is that you also have one of the greatest reality moments of all time. Um, as a young person, I wasn't around or I was just being born, I think, when the dead grandmother lie happened. Um, so what was it like back then? H how was reality changed by that moment? Because I, I didn't get to see it live. Well, I mean, it's considered the the greatest moment in the history of reality television. You know, the 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 National Institute of Television has a looping film of it. You know, it's in the Smithsonian. It, it's you know, it it changed reality television forever. You know, like when a lot of people get done playing Survivor. You know, post Survivor, it's you know, it's Burton from Survivor, Dara from Survivor. Uh, you know, Julie from Survivor. You know, I mm. left the show and I was Johnny Fairplay. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm by what most people consider a, a pop culture icon. You know, when when I would go, like, I was living in Los Angeles, you know, after as soon as the show started airing, I moved back out to L.A. And uh, well, I, I actually, I guess, I guess I moved back right after the show finished airing. I, I was I was in still hiding in Virginia for for uh, for a big chunk of it. 
And, you know, I would go to clubs and it's just like, whoa, Johnny Fairplay. And, and I could go to any club I wanted. You know, I was hanging out with, you know, Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan and, and you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and, Ash, you know, Ashton Kutcher. All these, you know, like celebrities. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and <clears throat> you know, like I remember one time I was at uh, this place called The Whiskey. Not The Whiskey to Go-Go, but The Whiskey. It's a, it's a smaller place. And it was uh, Fred Durst's birthday, and I was there with uh, Paris. And uh, Burton had called. He's like, "Where are you at?" And I'm like, "I'm at the whiskey. Uh, Fred's birthday with Paris." You know, he's just like, uh, uh, "Can you get me in?" And I'm just like, "Just tell the guy that you're you're Burton from Survivor at the door." And I and, and I'm dying laughing, and, and Paris is laughing. <laughs> and so you know, like 20 minutes later, a guy comes up to me. He's like, "You have someone outside." <laughs> And and so, you know, I walk up to I was like, hey, he's just like, so uh they won't let me in. I was like, cool. All right, man. Well, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go back and it's so, uh, actually I, I guess I guess it's, it's a funny story. So uh they 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 shoot Burton away. He couldn't see, he couldn't stand out front. So he's like hiding in the bushes, <laughs> waiting for me and Ferris to leave. And so he, he come he comes around the corner uh, as we're leaving. And I was like, uh, and Bert was like, "Hey, fair play!" And I was like, uh, "I was like, oh, Paris." I was like, "This is my good friend Burton from Survivor. He's considered one of the sexiest survivors by most gay men." And she was like, "Oh, I have plenty of gay friends. Nice to meet you." So basically, Paris walked away from that conversation thinking that Burton was gay, which was high end game for that situation. <laughs> But it's nice. true. Burton is considered one of the sexiest survivors by most gay men. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just gay men. Just gay men. Not, not well, I'm, men, I'm sure gay. there's other people that find him sexy as well, but I was just using one qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nice, a horrible nice. friend. It's, uh, I'm a jokester. <laughs> I kid. I kid. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask because uh, one thing we did, uh, one of our early podcasts is we went um, – from season one all the way to 40, uh, and we tier-ranked every winner as far as how Im impressive we thought their win was on that on their, on their season that they won. Um, so I'm curious, like, where do you think you would tier-rank Sandra? And then um, I know you didn't get to spend too much time on the island with, with Parvati, but um, her win as well in Micronesia. Um, I don't know. We did, we did D to S. We did D, C, B, A, and then S tier for the four best. I don't. I mean, as I said, I think Sandra was one of the worst players to ever play the game. But she has a victory on a on a season, you know, comprised of Johnny Fairplay, Rupert Bonham, Burton Roberts, Andrew Savage. I mean, like that's pretty impressive. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I mean, did she get herself to that spot? I don't think so. So, as I said, it's her getting like I I think. Editing was very kind in pushing the whole as long as it's not me strategy versus mm -hmm. I'm taking weak worthless Sandra. Mm -hmm. So I, I like I think if you if you looked, you saw that, but you know, conversely you had you had editing telling you a slightly different story. So mm -hmm. which is close, but it is yeah. different. So was her only move was her only move getting out Burton? Was that is that all she did? Like that was hers? No, that wasn't hers. That wasn't hers either? 
No, I mean that was that was like the 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 girls' consensus. So I mean, like, Lil Lila decided she was mad at me and Burton for changing the the next vote from mm. from uh, Sandra to to Dara. So no, I don't I don't give Sandra credit for that. It was just just a consensus amongst the girls. It was either me or me or Burton, but they were like, you know, let's, let's do let's do Burton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so D, you think a D for Sandra? Is that what you're leaning towards? Well, as I said, like, I mean, do, do you get credit for, for beating, you know, for Survivor's best ever? I mean, Pearl Islands is one of the best newbie seasons of all time. Yeah. I mean, I have it, I have it number one, of course, but like, you know, I feel, I, would put it up there, yeah. I, I feel a lot of people have it in their top three. And I would say mm -hmm. the overwhelming majority easily have it in their top five if yeah, if you don't then you don't watch it <laughs> well i mean you, you just chose chose to you know you're you're that asshole that you know like when when, when you you know like you're you're voting fucking mickey mouse for president <laughs> you're that guy yeah so, um i mean i don't know let me get back to sandra as far as poverty you know if if Yaman doesn't push my head into the side of the boat at the beginning of the game. I'm potentially still out there. Maybe even today. Maybe I, maybe I never come home. Um, Barbie's the first boot. Easily the first boot. Mm. Oh, excuse me. So, uh, but I'll say on Heroes Villains, I felt Poverty played the best game there. And one of the best games I've ever seen a U.S. player play. So she's, we agree that she should have won. Yeah, easily. <laughs> she's easily top three U.S. players of all time based on Heroes Villains alone. Mm. So, I mean, being uh, winning Micronesia, you know, got her there. I mean, you know, if I stay, she's first boot. She's not even on Heroes Villains. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... I'm going to be in, in, you know, here's villains. I mean, uh, um, Micronesia, a lot of people have in their top five seasons of all time as well, which is pretty impressive considering that the format of fans versus favorites is so flawed in so many ways. I, I don't, I feel that yeah. the fans have 0.0% .0 chance of ever winning that, that format. Right. So, um, I don't know. I, I I'm going to be kind of both just, Based on the season that they were a part of, and mm -hmm. um, and and who they beat, uh, what, a B for, for both? both of them. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. what did we put Sandra at? C. No, I got, I got. Oh, you guys? Yeah. yeah. I think we had Sandra in. I think we had Sandra in B in Parvati and A. Okay. 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 I, 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 and I could be talked into to, to that as well. But that's, I mean, as I said, Parvati's Heroes Villains game is easily an A. Uh, I'm going to mm, yeah. bump her down to a B <clears throat> because she didn't beat 20 people on, on Fans vs. Favorite. She beat 10 people. Yeah. Mm. That's a good break. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, the last question I got for you here before we let you go. Um, Let's say you let's say production came to you <clears throat> and they said, We're for sure gonna have you back for one season. Like you, you get one more season to come back. 
but you got to pick, this is a, a dream scenario, but um, if you got to pick what that season is, like, would you want it to be Legends or Blood versus Water, Second Chances, Third yeah. Time's a Charm, something like that? Yeah. Or if you if you got to pick the season you returned to, uh, what, would, what would you pick for that one? I mean, a smart person would, a, a smart previous player would say <clears throat> fans versus favorites. Because once again, you're not beating 20 people, you're beating 10. So your mm -hmm. odds of winning the game have, have doubled right out mm -hmm. of the gate. So that's the smart answer. Um, mm -hmm. You know, as I've shown, you know, with, <laughs> with all stars and fans versus favorites and everything else, the king of bad decisions, Johnny Fairplay. Um, <laughs> legends. Uh, Legends or Heroes, Villains Two is 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 the only thing really calling my name. Mm -hmm. uh, but okay. Legends would be number one, <laughs> and I, and I'm I'm more than okay with Legends being a uh, a Paramount Plus exclusive, just like uh, the 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 Challenge All Stars OGs. Mm -hmm. That you know that being a Paramount Plus uh, exclusive, I'm okay with 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 uh, Survivor Legends being being exclusive there. Mm -hmm. So I don't really care. I mean, you know, this time, this go around, I just care about the money. I don't care about like, you know, I promise I'll make good TV, you know, but I'm not going in with, with the, with the gotcha moment or any of that, because I don't think any, like, I feel like I kind of fucked it up for everybody. You know, once you, once you let the genie out of the bottle with the dead grandma lie, it's really not on the table for anyone else to play. So, um, so I'm, I'm not, you know, if, if I did, that would, you know, like you're an idiot if you believed me. Uh, so, you know, I'm not bringing that to the table. However, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be funny. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some wild shit. I'm gonna say some crazy things. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have fun, but you know, that, that three item checklist that I had for pro islands, that's gone. There's only mm -hmm. one item on there, and that that's a uh, winner of a million dollars. And as far as the title, Soul Survivor, uh, you know, if if uh, if Russell Hans happens to be out there with me, and and he doesn't win, and and I win the the million or two million dollars, that title, Soul Survivor, is for fucking sale. I assure you, I don't give a fuck about that fucking <laughs> title. So yes, he, he can give me whatever prize money he has, and then he can add to it. And he can have that title. I'll, I'll make him a fucking little a little sachet thing, like fucking Miss Universe has, and get him a little tiara that 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 Sandra wears around the house, and uh, it's all his. <laughs> we we interviewed Russell, and he said in a legend season, if he just gets to the end, then he's the greatest of all time again. So I don't think sure he really cares. In it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, it was it would definitely be cool uh, to see you guys out there in the island. Hopefully, um, I would, that definitely I, happens. I, I can't imagine the two of us not being out there together. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hope so. There's so many people that say that that he's on the bad list and or the blacklist or whatever. I, you know, I get that question all the time. You know, like once again, adfreenSFW.com, my my Patreon deal. We have a weekly Q and A every, every every Tuesday night. You know, we we have a we have a secret group uh, in, in Facebook and. And you know the forum thread opens up, and people ask questions, and then we have we bring on a patron each week to ask you know everybody's questions and their own, and it's a fun deal. And I get that question a lot, you know, who's black, who's on the blacklist? So you know, I called <laughs> casting, and I'm like, who's on the blacklist? Who's on? And they're like, there's no, there's no, no fly list, fair play. Like, 
you know, if CBS wants somebody, they're on. Hmm. So, you know, like if, if, if someone at CBS is like, hey, I'd love to hate Colby, you know, uh, or, or, or no, Colton, whatever. Who's the, the, uh-huh. the Colton, yeah. Colton, yeah, Colton. If they if someone wants him, he's there. You know, Russell, I can't imagine a scenario in which they do a, a legend season and and don't call Russell Hans. I mean, like, you know, even even with the the Hans family drama and the Philip Shepherd drama and moving the fucking, you know, pre-jury to the front, you know, all that shit. And and allegedly still to this day, every finale, there's a picture of of Russell Hans on the door. Do not let this guy in. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like if someone in at CBS says, I want to watch that Russell Hans get his and, and mean it in a positive or negative way, guess what? Mm-hmm. Russell Hans is gonna have a chance to get his. So yeah. anyway, that's what I was told. Okay. I would have, I would imagine that Michael Scoopin is on <laughs> is on a, Yes, is on, is, is on a bad list. I don't, uh, you know, uh, I would imagine Ozzy has done himself no favors in the past few months. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, uh, who yeah. else has some bad shit out there? Um, well, season 39. <laughs> yeah. Season 39 as a whole. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we like to refer to it as the season between 38 and 40 that we don't talk about. So mm. it's like, uh, like Voldemort. <laughs> um, I don't know, Joe Anglum. I, I would think Joe Anglum is a, is a no, but you know, maybe. I mean, they've got to be looking. I mean, they've got to be looking at social media, right? <laughs> oh yeah, surely, <laughs> sure. surely they've got the buzz by now. Yeah. So mm. I mean, so maybe Joey Amazing is no more. So, mm. but for the record, if I'm Joey Amazing. I would never play U.S. Survivor again because you have no chance of winning. Yeah, However, right. if Australia calls, that's a pretty. They don't vote out challenge beasts like that. Like it, it's kind of you know, mm-hmm. any anyone can win anything. Like just because you're a challenge beast is that that your target's not not any bigger than anyone else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not like Joe's going to kick your ass at a puzzle, right? <laughs> or if the challenge calls, too, I feel like he could. I don't see him do it. Like I, I said, I think outside of the U.S. is is Joey Amazing's best chance moving forward based on social media. So. Oh yeah, I don't think there's any chance now. But yeah, had he not, you know, gone well, that route, even the challenge though, like uh, they want, um, they want single people. They want people to hook up in that house. And and Joey's been with or Joey Amazing's been with Sierra for so mm-hmm. long now. Like like I Is she pregnant with his baby now? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I keep I, and they got married and so they're having yeah. a kid. But you know, I keep seeing this push for Sarah Lucina for the challenge. And uh <laughs> I've met Sarah Lucina. I consider her a friend. I like her a lot. And I, I find her to be really attractive in addition to the, all the amazing things that that she brings to the table. In addition to that, but you know, I like, I, I think they 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 skew hot for the challenge, and and for me, Sarah qualifies. However, you know, she's married, married with kid, kid. You mm-hmm. know, like it's it's like I don't see her as as even a remote possibility. So like mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that that's that's what they're looking for. So I could be wrong. 
But, you know, I, I think, you know, once again, if Survivor is doing, if they're adding to the Paramount Plus uh, exclusive lineup like uh, MTV is, mm-hmm. I think there there's plenty of spots for Sarah Lucina there if CBS feels that we, we've had enough of Sarah Lucina there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, very cool. Um, before we let you go, is there was there anything else you wanted to uh, bring up? Any kind of touch on your Patreon page? Um, anything like that you wanted to throw out there? Oh, do I have a Patreon page? I completely forgot. You mean an ad-free <laughs> NSFW.com, that Patreon page? Uh, yes, yeah. Check, check it out. We have, uh, we have a bunch of patrons. It's an, it's an exclusive society of, of really awesome people. Um, it's uh, I think five dollars is the intro level. Ten dollars gets you everything. So uh, um, try it for a month. If you don't like it, I'll send your money back. No one's being held hostage. So I don't, you know, I, I'm not doing this, you know, to get rich. Obviously, based on my number of patrons. <laughs> so, but uh, I, I think you'll enjoy it. You know, we do a week, uh, we do a monthly game night. We have trivia. We have all kinds of fun stuff. It's a, it's a really cool community, and I'm I'm really happy to to have uh, have the ability to provide it you know, like, you know, over the course of the last year, I've got mm-hmm. pretty, pretty moving um, emails and, and DMS. Uh, a lot of people have, have used that, that place as, uh, as a refuge to, you know, to, for positivity, uh, you know, for battling against depression and, and, and what the quarantine and lockdown has done for them on a personal level. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that, that's been uh been really fulfilling that 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 was that's that turns out to be what, what it what it became that you know the the original you know plan was you know you know give me money <laughs> but um mm-hmm. it, it, it's it, like i i feel like i i have a family there and it's really cool that that we're able to to offer that you know me uh zach hacker and, and, and matt bischoff and then um you know i i get t-shirts at johnnyfairplay.com no h and johnny and you know with every t-shirt purchase you get a phone call from me johnny fairplay most of the time sometimes they go to spam and so i don't see it so you have to send me a reminder but if you do i'll I'll hit you up and thank you for your purchase and then i do cameos cameo.com slash johnny fairplay i uh i'm very popular on the cameo so like i I bet yeah i I consistently (laughs) keep uh keep keep a, a uh a bunch of people in the queue. So they're so, yeah. and I, and I'm like, if I, I pretty much knock them out, you know, within the first two days, but, but I, I try to only do them outside of the back of my land, like where there's trees. So it looks like I'm, you know, I'm in the woods on an Island or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like, if it rains for like four days straight, or if it, or if it's, you know, like zero degrees for four days straight, then I'm, then I'm fucking filming in my game room. But otherwise, you know, I, 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 you know, I'll throw on a buff or something and I, I go in my backyard and, you know, people think those are fun. So that's cool. And, um, I think that's it. I'm, I, oh, got, I'm working. I'm working you got on, buffs, right? I got buffs. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, where's my buff? Oh, here, hold on. <laughs> got to, got, I got to remind him to promote everything. Mm. Get it all in there. Yeah. Yeah, you can edit that out <laughs> or not. I don't care. Um, so I have uh, Johnny Fairplay Wrestling Buddies. 
I have a Matt Bischoff. Uh, Matt's is much more detailed. He's got a bunch of shit going on. So anyway, <laughs> those are available. Just just hit get in my DM somewhere. And then, uh, then I have a buff. This is the most exclusive survivor-related buff in the history of buffs. So it's officially licensed. Buff made it, and you know it has as the buff uh, logo uh, on there, and, and you know it's on the card. And I did a run of um, 100, and I'm not mm -hmm. making any more after that. I think I'm down to like 33 or something. I'm, I'm pretty low. So, and after that, I'm not making any more. So, as far as collectability is concerned, these are the, you know, anyone that made an official buff, brand buff, made more than 100, <laughs> I promise. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, so they're, most, they're, they're the most exclusive buffs ever. So, if you go to my Twitter, I think it's the pinned post at the top. You, you can get a buff. So, but, but I'm working on a new podcast. I'm doing me and Zach Hacker. He's an award-winning writer. He, he's on, on, on a lot of my podcasts, you know, like he, he handles, uh, with a uh, Brett Walgamot, the big brother Canada coverage at, at, at reality and SFW.com. And, um, and then, you know, we have the challenge coverage and, and stuff like that. But, but Zach and I are working on a, a, a true crime podcast right now. And, uh, it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty amazing emotional roller coaster. I mean, you know, we're, we're dealing with, uh, with a, a, a missing person and, uh, uh, she was a single mother, and it's pretty, pretty, pretty intense. Uh, it's, it's been a, a crazy ride thus far. So we're, uh, we're, I don't know, maybe halfway through the process. And uh, so, you know, look for that in the uh, in the coming months. But we're really excited, you know, to, you know, for the door to be open for us to do something like that. That, you know, like I, I listen to probably forty podcasts a week, and a lot of which are, are true crime. And so, you know, th this case kind of landed in my lap uh, through through a friend. And mm -hmm. so we're uh, it's nuts. It's really it's really crazy. So and, you know, and if this person <clears throat> found as a result of this or, you know, or, or even a step or two closer to finding that person mm -hmm. and, and the person responsible, we're, we're pretty excited. So. Yeah, that no, sounds awesome. Yeah, um, yeah very cool. Uh, to anyone watching this, we'll leave the, the links to all the things Johnny just mentioned uh, in the description down below. Um, be sure to like and subscribe to this channel. Um, Johnny, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right.